0: This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in northeast B.C. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out
1: more. Canola exports are over 309,000 tons and domestic usage is nearly 184,000 tons. Deliveries and exports are well ahead of the pace this time last year, while domestic usage is slightly below. The U.S. Department of Agriculture reports a private sale of more than 302,000 tons of corn to Mexico. Delivery is to be during the current marketing year. In the USDA Weekly Export Sales Report, wheat sales hit a marketing year high at just under 796,000 tons for the week ending November 19th. Corn sales of 1.67 million tons are up 53% from the previous week. Soybean export sales fell to a marketing year low at just over seven hundred and sixty eight thousand tons. Soy meal sales are about one hundred and thirty eight thousand tons, and soy oil exceeds twenty six thousand tons. Rounding off prices at the Chicago Board of Trade, soybean futures are higher on Friday morning. The January soybean contract is up nine cents at eleven ninety three per bushel. January soy oil is up two-thirds of a cent at thirty eight point five three U.S. cents per pound. January soy meal is up a dime at $396 per hundredweight. Corn futures are higher on Friday morning, with the March contract up 3.5 cents at 431 per bushel. Chicago oats are slightly lower, with the March contract down 2 cents at 298 per bushel. Wheat futures are higher on Friday morning. Chicago March is up 9.5 cents at 6.06. Kansas City March is up 9 cents at 560 and Minneapolis March is up $0.06 at five fifty. That's a look at the ICE futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, November 27th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. This year's Value Bonanza
0: sales event at Butler Farm Equipment Limited in Fort St. John gives you more ways to save. Choose 0% financing, cash back, and more on select New Holland tractors, hay and forage products, and materials handling equipment. These offers end December 31st, so make the trip to Butler Farm Equipment Limited in Fort St. John today. You get more choices and more savings when you buy during Value Bonanza. For commercial use only, customer participation subject to credit qualification and CNH Industrial Capital Canada Limited approval. Standard terms, conditions, and other restrictions apply. A down payment may be required. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM.
2: Well, good morning. Welcome to Moose Talks. A little later on, we're going to get an update, or rather we'll be joined by Pell Banks with the City of Fort St. John to, to talk about the City's Virtual Santa Week programs that they're hosting next week. Should be a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait to talk a bit about that. But to start today, we're going to get an update on the year that was and Christmas season fundraisers for the Fort St. John Salvation Army with Fort St. John Salvation Army Executive Director cameron Aggie, cameron thank you so much for coming on moose talks today
3: no problem at all deb thanks for having me uh
2: it's been a while since we uh, chatted with you about salvation army so i thought we'd start as i said uh with the year that was it's been a long year at least it feels that way for me Uh, how's it been for you and uh the salvation army in general given COVID 19
3: it's been um As if it happened so quickly, like it's hard to imagine that it's been since March um, Mm -hmm. with changes. And I feel sorry for some of our staff with policy reviews and changes almost weekly. But we have an amazing bunch of uh, resilient folks who are um, adapting to change and still serving the community. So I'm very fortunate to have a great team. There's almost 40 of us on staff um, in our centers that are responding weekly to ever-changing um, systems. And, you know, the needs of the community are still real, and they're still right on the, the forward of our minds. So it's important that we adapt quickly. But we've done well, and uh, it's because of the community, the generosity that's been outpoured, and actually the, the folks coming on board and wanting to help. It's really been able to sustain us.
2: Well, what's... Uh... What would you say is kind of the biggest challenge you have faced this year? I mean, you say you've done well. So what's what's been the biggest kind of obstacle you've had to overcome given all the policy changes, as you mentioned, the orders coming down from the government? In theory, less people having less money to give to charity.
3: Mm -hmm. One of the biggest challenges for our centers is that our programs couldn't stop. You know, um, when you have an emergency shelter, the only emergency shelter for men and women to go to you don't get the luxury of closing the doors or or withdrawing some services so that has had to remain completely open and it's and which means our staff have had to adjust and evolve quickly because we don't get to close the doors and and actually say you know we're going to be closed this day or that day so the emergency shelter, we're fortunate that, that the, the individuals accessing those programs have remained healthy for the most part. We've not, um, we've not dealt with a COVID case within our facility, which we're very blessed to, to be able to say. Our food bank did have to take on a, a number of changes because we're not able to have the drop-in and the families uh, that w- once sat and congregated. So a challenge was just uh, also sending home our volunteers. Uh, When COVID first broke, we had to actually send home every single volunteer. And that is uh, about 30 to 40 people in varying capacities because we had to limit exposure to the folks, the vulnerable population that we serve. We had to eliminate that. Over the last few months, we've been able to slowly reintegrate volunteers, which has been a big relief. Um, But the generosity of Fort St. John donation-wise has actually been incredible. We have not... Uh, missed a beat with our offerings due to lack of revenue. Our thrift store had to close for three months. Mm -hmm. That was a a main source of revenue for the food bank. The community stepped up. And even since we reopened our thrift store in June, right now we're on target to complete our budget as if we were never closed in the store. So whether that's new customers, and that could even be folks who – have uh, revenue impacts that maybe are are shopping secondhand and thrifting more as a way to save money, as a way to get quality items. But right now on the books, it's as if our store never closed, which is actually just a, a statement of uh, Fort Saint John's de- uh, generosity.
2: Now, just to be uh, just to be clear, uh, you're, the Center of Hope is you have staff, right? The, not just you. So when you sent the volunteers home, uh, I think you said you, you had staff still kind of skeleton monitoring these situations, correct?
3: Absolutely, at the Northern Center of Hope, we have to have two or three staff on 24 hours a day, and these yeah. staff are trained and come with a certain background. Um, the majority of our volunteers actually come to the Community and Family Services and Thrift Store, mm-hmm. uh, the Food Bank, at the at the Emergency Shelter. There's not too many volunteers because there takes a certain amount of training to become involved in that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see
2: a big increase or an increase at all, really, in the use of? Uh, the food bank, the center of hope, your services, because people were um, finding it harder to get income. Maybe they lost their jobs. Maybe it's just been tighter around the house.
3: Yeah, absolutely. At the peak of it throughout the summer, we saw upwards of 200 additional family units using the food bank. And that's actually, it's gone down a tiny bit. The narrative was job loss. We actually had uh, two employers phone the food bank saying, uh, listen, unfortunately, we're going to have to meet with our staff and lay them off. Can you tell us how they access the food bank? And so that was a reality of folks and employers um, around the May June mark when it was really impacting uh, businesses locally.
2: Hey, you say employers reached out and said, "Hey, I mean, this we want to be able to help our staff as much as we can." I suppose.
3: Yeah, in the hospitality industry, when we had the season of you know complete restaurant closures and some small business closures, we had two employers phone us before they met with their employee body to give options, which you know was a really um, difficult conversation for the employer because when when those folks were faced with having to lay off their employees, it really hit home in a number of ways. And so, fortunately, they were able to offer that support list, and we know things are going to be tough, but here is an organization that. Uh, we'll supply you with, you know, fresh produce, protein, and dairy to supplement some of the expenses that uh, that are going to increase.
2: Now, since then, things have slowly reopened. Restaurant industry's pretty well back. I mean, they're at reduced capacity, so maybe not all staff has been able to been hired mm-hmm. back. Things open up. Uh, some things are again kind of shut down a little bit more due to the recent public health officer orders that came down uh, a few a week ago or so. But uh, how are things looking now? I mean, as you said, it's as if you never had to close. the The, the donations have come in no matter what.
3: Mm-hmm. They have, which is uh, which is really fortunate. During the midst of um, you know the whole COVID thing, our expenses are quite low. We're fortunate enough to own our buildings so that our overhead is really minimal. And so when, I think, when some folks found that out, uh, knowing that when they donate more is going to the front line, and we're able to purchase more we were fortunate enough to have a uh, over $200,000 grant to revitalize our food bank. And that meant a massive renovation to actually allow for pallets to be delivered and Mm -hmm. for the greater distribution and capacity of food. And so um, we're fortunate to have completed that with the help of WL Construction in September and October. And uh, like even this weekend when we're hosting the Huskies Fill the Bus, we're able to do that in a facility that's much more capable of larger scale capacity and distribution of food.
2: Now, earlier this year, the city also decided to change um, their policies around uh, permissive tax exemptions, uh, meaning nonprofits will be paying more taxes uh, starting next year. Mm -hmm. Are you foreseeing that affecting your bottom line or were you sort of planning for that before? And did you expect that to happen?
3: Well, we were certainly prepared, and and one thing that we do within our organization is we do prepare for uh, the unforeseen. So Mm -hmm. we do have internal operating policies where, you know, it's a marker to keep three months reserve on hand for the unforeseen. So that type of organizational structure helped us to weather the COVID-19 storm. Um, because we were prepared. And that's one thing about a, an organization 150 years old is you kind of have gone through, I mean, long before you and I were born, our organization survived pandemics in the past. And so mm-hmm. I'm fortunate that you know the structure and the, the infrastructure was there to allow us to weather this storm. But uh, yeah, there'll be a small impact, but I mean, um, I'm just confident in Fort St. John and what we've been able to do through this last year that coming up with a few thousand dollars for a small portion of of that exemption will not be an issue
2: okay well let's talk about uh, your many campaigns going on especially the kettle campaign i think that one's kind of the most visible right. one you guys do and it's most right. visibly changed this year the kettles uh, the, sure. the structure the kettles are on look different uh, tell us a bit about how that's changed and 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 what you're sort of expecting from it
3: Sure. Normally, as you know, um, it's our longest running fundraiser. It's really the one we focus on Fort St. John the most. Last year, we raised over $100,000 off these kettles in in the short six week uh, period with the volunteer manpower required to make it successful. This year, um, we are asking for volunteers. We are encouraging volunteers, but there are so many regulations that we are not We're not banking all of it on volunteers because Mm -hmm. they have to wear masks. Obviously, they're not able to give anything out at the kettles. But um, we've switched to actually securing them at uh, stores um, so that they can remain open. And we've asked the public to consider donating, even without a volunteer there, to say Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're having some signs printed this week, you know, of just a a friendly face at the kettle that we can attach to it. And also on uh, December 1st, we've progressed in and we'll have uh, tap options so you can actually walk up to a kettle and tap a debit or credit card for five dollars and also the kettles that are at the um, Gallagher's Light Farm St. Nicholas Drive this year we've outfitted them so that uh, folks don't even have to get out of their vehicle they can just reach out their window and donate and so yesterday was one week since the kettle campaign opened and we're just about at $13,000 in that first week Wow! last year comparatively we're, we were around 9000 so that's quite encouraging we did set our goal at $75,000, appreciating that there could be donor fatigue. I mean, Fort St. John has been generous all year, and we saw what would normally be Christmas donations in June. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're hopeful that we can break over that mark, but we are also um, just very thankful for what we've had already. And it's at a good start, and so we're quite encouraged by that the last, the opening week of Kettles.
2: All right. And uh, again, I mean, that's not the only fundraiser going on right now. You've got the uh, Husky Stuff-a-Bus. Uh, how's that looking different this year?
3: Yeah, the uh, fill the bus normally is housed at North Peace Arena. And so we were working with organizers over the last number of weeks trying to get creative, and their board has done a good job of adapting and evolving also. So it's been decided that we would house it here at the, at the food bank, and that with all safety precautions in place, we'd be able to have drop-off points. And so that was the most recent change uh, in their planning, is not sending the players door-to-door, but having drop-off, drop-off points throughout the city and at the Salvation Army itself. So we'll have a kettle outside for the monetary donations, and we'll have bins. Folks can actually drive up to the curb, uh, drop off their donation, and the players will be accepting it at the front and the back. And uh, I think it will work quite well. It's been a successful fundraiser uh, for donations, and it's stocked our shelves for months at a time. So we're hopeful that the response will be the same on Sunday.
2: All right, Cameron. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time during probably the busiest time of the year for you uh, to chat with us. And uh, I hope you you have a great holiday season, and we'll touch base after it. It's all done, okay?
3: Thank you very much, Deb. You have a good day.
2: You're very welcome. That's Cameron Agui, the executive director of the Fort St. John branch of the Salvation Army. We'll be right back after this on Moose Talks. Complete Safety Services, with 10 years serving the Peace Area, they strive to offer the best safety service in the oil and gas industry. Complete Safety Services specializes in safety with their experienced field safety advisors and medics. Complete Safety Services can prepare companies for their core, develop written safety programs, and manage ISN and comply works. Complete Safety Services also offers traffic control, hotshot, and pilot car services on 100th Street. Look them up online at completesafety.ca as A 100% indigenous-owned company. They are proud to support the oil and gas industry. You're shopping around for an automobile? Come see Fort City Chrysler. Trying to find
0: the very best deal? Looking for a fine pre-owned vehicle? Fort City Chrysler has cars, trucks, minivans, and SUVs. Four-wheel drive pickups, diesels too. Many with remaining factory warranty, and they're all quality inspected and ready to go. At Fort City Chrysler, you're buying from your hometown dealer. No pressure, no hassles, just honesty and integrity. Only at Fort City Chrysler. Only in Fort St. John.
2: Okay, so here's the deal. It's a big three-day Black Friday sale at Safeway. Jeans, pub-style chicken strips, 10 boxes for only $40. Check out the flyer
4: for even more big deals just until Sunday. Safeway, ingredients for life. Ugly sweaters, store prices, and of course, loads savings this saturday is ladies day at home hardware and you can scratch and save on christmas decor and home expressions all day enjoy door prizes and trivia from 12 to 3 wear your ugly christmas sweater for a chance to win a gift card bring a toy or food donation for a chance to win a gift card plus vote on your favorite display in the foyer and you'll have another chance at a gift card ladies day this saturday at home hardware building center here's how Think Christmas parties are out of the question this year? They're not if you do it safely with Amazing Escapes. With a new camping-themed room called Lost in the Woods, Amazing Escapes is excited to host your holiday party with all COVID-19 procedures in place to keep everyone safe. They can even help you celebrate your birthday and are honoring all birthday discounts that occurred during the lockdown this past spring. Book your party online to guarantee availability. Visit amazing.com. Escapes.ca Rips Shoe Renew has been providing the piece with quality craftsmanship for over 40 years, repairing all of your footwear needs. Rips Shoe Renew not only saves souls, but has a shoe store with a large inventory of ladies' and men's Merrell shoes and boots. Also, they're a licensed dealer for Red Wing steel-toe boots. Open Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.00 p.m. Get your soles saved at Rips Shoe Renew, located in the Co-op Mall in Dawson Creek. Or give them a call at 250-782-8282.
0: 83 watch this
2: show live on facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca welcome back to moose talks i'm dub craig we're going to talk about the city's virtual santa claus parade ish celebrations christmas holiday celebrations i should say coming up next week now with uh paola banks uh recreation programmer with the city of fort st john how's it going today paola
5: It's good. How
2: are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for taking some time to talk to us about this today. Well, uh, the city's had to revamp Christmas celebrations this year due to COVID, uh, and more than once, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Uh, But in general, how did the planning process differ for you and other uh, people, involved parties uh, differ this year from previous years, given that You're in the midst of a pandemic. You don't really know how it's going to go, how you're going to do this and that. Uh, How how did that differ for you?
5: Well, it's been very interesting per se. Um, Even since April, uh, we have to revamp and do a lot of the things. But uh, we've managed and we have always have the safety of our um, citizens on a first priority. So we try to offer things that they can even do. Um, at home And like we at the beginning We did the um, the Born Bum Busters campaign And uh-huh. now we like you mentioned We did We revamped this event for Probably three times <laughs> um, So this is Finally the last one That we will do um, So that's what we decided to do everything virtual And I hope everybody still has a chance To participate and have fun
2: out of curiosity, when do you start planning kind of for your Christmas events? I mean, they're, they've been relatively similar every year previously. Uh, w- given that, I mean, when do you start planning and, and figuring out how you're going to do what and kind of make, nailing lo- down uh, the logistics of everything?
5: We usually base it by base of the event. Uh, if there's a large scale event, it takes uh, more months to plan. Yeah. For example, Canada Day. Um, and this one and hire nice, uh, like it stays a lot of, uh, monthly plans. So, uh, for this one, we start planning by October. Okay. Um, so we kind of knew kind of what we were going to do. Uh, but now we, like you mentioned before, we had to, um, update it several times, but we still have a lot of things that people can enjoy and have fun.
2: Did you plan for that? That, uh, okay, we're going to have this if it stays the same, but it'll look like this if, for example, there's more kind of measures put in place. Did you plan for that so that you would be ready? Or was it sort of like a, "Eh, we'll see what happens?
5: No, yeah, that's exactly what we had in mind. Um, Like this is, like we mentioned, the third time we changed it. That's what we decided just to do virtually Mm -hmm. uh, because if things change within the next two uh, weeks, uh, we're ready and we don't have to change or cancel more things. Uh, And then we can offer people to even if they have to stay at home, things that they can do at home and things that they can do within their family members as well.
2: How important do you think events like this are uh, in general, uh, usually? I mean, given a year like this, you probably imagine that they're more important even because there's less things for people to do right now that are COVID safe. So uh, what do you? What kind of importance do you place on the city providing uh, events and, and programs and, and fun things for families and people to do alike in the city in celebration of the holiday season? May it help take your mind off things a bit?
5: Yeah, it's also taking care of yourself and your mental health. It's been a few rough months for everybody. Um, So this does take you a little bit off of of thinking of what you're living and what you're doing and what's happening. So this is just taking a moment, step back, breathe, and enjoy while we're doing this um, celebration. Spending time with your family, taking care of your, your mental health, your family members you can still do a lot of the things via virtual you can still see your family online you can still do a lot of the things so we're hoping to bring this opportunity to our citizens and they can enjoy and have some fun all
2: right paula why don't you tell us a bit about uh, the events there's a lot of them it's basically a whole week of them uh, coming up next week pardon me starting on the first yeah sorry go ahead
5: yes no that's okay Uh, We do have a lot of things, like you mentioned, during this week. So we're going to do a lot of holiday crafts Um, every day. We're going to be having one holiday trap per day. So you can see, and like when you prepare them, you can send photos to our page. And then we can, um, you can have the chance to win some prizes. Uh, So December the 1st, we'll be doing also the Best Tech Holiday Contest. Um, so if you're going out for a drive with your house, your family and you see houses and businesses, you can nominate them, and they will be able to also have the chance to win some prizes. Um, on December second, we also have the gift of giving and letters to seniors. Like you mentioned, the seniors have been the ones that haven't been able to get some viscerals for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have a uh, bin so we can the participants and daycares and schools can. Do some letters, we can uh, keep them quarantined for a safe uh, period of time. And once we're able to bring them, we can bring them to the local senior places. And then we can do, um, on December 3rd, we are going to have the great opportunity to have a video chat with Mrs. and Mrs. Plus. So we have uh, opportunities to do for families, for daycare and for schools. And the bookings are online and free. Uh, It also gives you the opportunity to have personalized time with them, and you can tell them all about it. Um, We also have the next day we have um, the meet the costumes characters. So if you're not able to book an appointment with Santa, Mm -hmm. we have characters from Frozen and holiday themes like the gingerbread man and an elf. And Cindy Lou that will be able to uh, talk to the children and families via Zoom. So you can also book that online and you can spend some quality time with the characters and have some fun. Um, That's also for free. And we have on December 5th, the scavenger hunt. So if you're also going for grocery shopping or you're going to pick up your your kids from school or daycare, you can play this fun game. So when you go and see decorations around the house, if you find some candy canes or Santa's or the Grinch, you will have to be able to print that form, and then you can play along with your family members. And on December sixth, we're going to have a candy cane hunt. Um, and that, will, that was originally supposed to be uh, city parks, but now we changed it to be virtual as well. So mm-hmm. now when you on that day, you can visit our website at For Saint John and we're going to hide them all, and then you can see and find them all and give us um, all the locations when you find them, and you'll re-enter to win a prize.
2: So they'll be hidden on the website is what you're saying?
5: On the website, yes. <laughs> That's yes. Wonderful. They will be hiding all over the website.
2: All right, I lots of stuff. I, I, go, I wanted to ask the best decked holiday house. Uh, the Gallaghers are uh, not allowed to enter that, right, because they would just win. <laughs>
5: yes, they will win all the time. They're amazing. <laughs>
2: All right, Paola, uh to find out more about this, I assume you follow the City of Fort St. John, uh, or the City of Fort St. John uh, recreation pages, or uh, fortstjohn.ca correct? Correct. Yeah,
5: you're
2: right. Oh, and one final question. Do you guys have anything else planned kind of for later in the holiday season that uh, you want to reveal today? <laughs>
5: we are actually working very hard to see if um, what can we do if the restrictions are lifted so okay. we're planning if we have the opportunity to do that or if we're still gonna if, if things stay the same so it will all depend on how the provincial borders are at that time but as soon as we're able to advertise what we're doing we'll will be the first
2: ones to know excellent we'll make sure to have you on uh, if if you're able to uh do those after all excellent all right well paula thank you so much for taking uh, some time to talk to us about this today
5: thank you have a great
2: day you too that's paula banks the recreation programmer with the city of fort st john we'll be right back to wrap things up right after this on moose talks
6: click collect and win with m M&M Food Market. Hi, I'm Crystal.
2: And I'm Mark, and we're giving away an air fryer
1: or a $50 gift card each week until December 31st.
6: To enter, just click and collect, choose curbside pickup, and you can be our next winner.
1: Stock up on awesome food for football Sundays.
6: Fill your freezer for the holiday season.
1: Or load up on all kinds of desserts to hide from your wife and kids.
6: Hey! What? I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. M&M Food Market at the north end of the Totem Mall. Offer ends December 31st. mmfoodmarket.com.
0: It's the biggest sales event in North America, and your city furniture and appliances has made it even bigger. The Black Friday blowout at your city furniture and appliances. During the Black Friday sale, save 20, 40, up to 70% off furniture and mattresses. Huge Black Friday savings on KitchenAid, Samsung, LG, Bosch, Whirlpool, and Maytag kitchen appliances. Plus, the hottest Black Friday deals on TVs. Save up to 70% off all lamps, area rugs, and accessories. And use your city furniture card and pay no interest, no payments, until the year 2022 on Furniture and Mattresses. Do not miss the biggest Black Friday sale. On now at your City Furniture and Appliances. Visit us at cityfurniturecanada.com to find a location nearest to you.
6: City Furniture.
2: Hi, this is Ted with PIMS Production Equipment. Talk to us at PIMS for electrical work, air compressors, pumps, valves, relief valves, office phones, and computer networks. Experience the best in service. Check us out at PIMS.ca or call PIMS at 250-787-0808. Our
0: community first. This is Moose Talks. with dub craig
2: on moose fm our thanks again to our guests Paula banks and cameron Aggie for joining us today if you missed this episode or if you'd like to watch it again you can always do so shortly after the show airs on the moose fm or energeticcity.ca facebook page if you don't want to look at me and you just like to hear me you can download the podcast or listen to the podcast at energeticcity.ca slash moose talks that does it for this episode of moose talks adam rayburn is the producer i'm dub craig you have a great day
0: join us next friday at 10 a.m for another episode of moose talks a weekly talk show about fort st john and the north peace It's Christmas morning. You all excitedly gather around the tree, and you can't wait to see your children open their gifts. But for some children, that won't happen without your help. For the last 17 years, we've been collecting toys for the Salvation Army, and this year has been even more difficult for many in our community. Help us put smiles on everyone's face Christmas morning by dropping off a new unwrapped toy at Home Hardware. You can make a donation now at Home Hardware or during the Toy Drive December 11th and 12th at Home Hardware. All donations go to the Fort St. John Salvation Army. Help a deserving child this Christmas with the 17th Annual Home Hardware Toy Drive.
6: Energetic Country. Energetic Country. 100.1 Moose i oh,
2: better time to support the local stores and businesses in fort st john join loose fm today as we showcase the deals you can find all over fort st john for black friday you'll find deals at central emporium windsor plywood and ashland furniture plus the fort st john and district chamber of commerce is hosting Flat friday download your shop local passport from their website fsjchamber.com For your chance to win great prizes from local businesses like the Artisan Farmhouse, J.D. Knives, Beards Brewing, Neat and more. Eat local, shop local, play local and love local today with Moose FM and the Fort St. John and District Chamber of Commerce.
4: The vehicle has worked really hard for you. From helping you take the kids to school to you showing it off to your friends. It definitely deserves a break with Moose FM's Sturdiest Vehicle, fueled by Murray GM. Enter now at moosefm.ca and you could win a free detailing package from Murray GM in Fort St. John. We will pick a new winner at the end of each month. Moose FM's Sturdiest Vehicle is fueled by Murray GM. This
0: community update is brought to you by the Fort St. John Co-op. You're at home here.
1: Have a community event coming up? Want it featured on our community events calendar? Email. Thanks for
0: listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca/join.